Hey everyone, I am Ashley Bullington and this is The Campfire. Today, we are taking a look at 196A. It's all KDISD and they go from a seven to nine team district after realignment. Here's the teams that reside in 196A. Katie, Cinco Ranch, Jordan, Maid Creek, Morton Ranch, Cato, Seven Lakes, Taylor, and Katie Tompkins. The district was already difficult, but with the addition of 5A state champion Peyto and up and coming Jordan, it's going to be a lot tougher. Let's analyze these scenes in our film session. The Katie Peyto Panthers won the 5A state championship last year and have now moved up to 6A and have a new head coach in Lonnie Teagle. They have a dominant defense led by big David Hicks in the trenches and Damian Sanford at linebacker. But if they want to sniff that district title, they'll have to knock down the Katie Tigers, which isn't an easy task. Caleb Coger returns at quarterback and district MVP Seth Davis is back at running back. Jonathan Hall and Arian Parrish will shut things down in the defensive backfield. The last team to beat Katie in district play, Tompkins, is ready for another big season again too. The Falcons have some big time athletes that opposing teams will have to deal with in Wyatt Young and Caleb Kamalafi. Look out for Cinco Ranch as well. They return offensive MVP Gavin Rutherford at quarterback, and he also has targets in Seth Salvarino and Noah About coming back as well. So look for big time offensive statistics for the Cougars. Seven Lakes could find themselves a playoff spot if running back Barrett Hudson and tight end Landon Ross can continue to be playmakers. Morton Ranch has a dynamic duo behind center and quarterback Josh Johnson and running back Santana Scott. Maid Creek will hope Pato transfer. Bo Bankston will open things up at wide receiver, while athlete Tayshawn Wilson will be trouble on defense and the return game. Taylor Strength will be on the defensive line with Ashton Coker and Jose Abreu. Meanwhile, Jordan is entering their first season in a UIL district, so they may experience some growing pains. A lot of games to circle on your calendar in this district, but I'm highlighting Thursday, October 6th, when the Katie Tigers take on Katie Pato. Now, let's dig even deeper into 196A with our Houston Chronicle reporter, John Poorman, and producer Ward Fasold in the district breakdown. All right, district breakdown time. Uh, John Corman from the Houston Chronicle joins us to talk about probably the best 6A district in at least the Houston area. I'm not going to say the state because there's always five 6A up there uh, in North Texas, but you got the Katy schools here in 196A. Man, talk to me. They got a new entry into their little uh, their little group of Katy teams here with Peto moving up. Talk to me about how you feel this uh, district may uh, sort itself out. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, even though we saw it coming, that was one of the bigger Houston area storylines with the UIL realignment, you know, with Peyto moving up to 6A. Um, obviously, we knew that was going to happen, but, you know, it's really interesting now with them coming off of their state championship run. Uh, they have a new head coach, in Lonnie Teagle, who came down from uh, Denton Ryan as the offensive coordinator. So he's got a lot of, um, you know, winning pedigree there. Uh, and, you know, they're going to have a lot of kids, you know, they're going to be right up there in attendance with the rest of these schools. So it only makes sense for them to be competing against the best as well. And I would expect for the Panthers to, you know, not only, um, you know, compete for a playoff spot, but, you know, perhaps grab one of those top two uh, spots. Of course, it's going to be, um, 
you know, a, a battle with Katie. Of course, you know, Katie is the prohibitive favorite every single year in this district and for good reason. You know, you just look at their track record under Coach Gary Joseph and what they've been able to accomplish and you know, reaching the state semifinals last year, uh, you know, but um, it's going to be very competitive. I feel like there's five pretty good, pretty good solid teams in this district. And of course, we, as we always know, there's only four playoff spots up for grabs. So it'll be really interesting to see uh, kind of how it plays out. Excellent. All right. I'll talk to you next week. See ya. The guys had much more to say on this district, and you can catch the entire district breakdown this Wednesday on our social media platforms. We've heard about the teams. Now let's take a look at some of the athletes to watch out for in our players on the rise. Katie Pato got a nice surprise this offseason when five-star David Hicks followed his father and transferred from Allen to Pato. He was his district's defensive MVP and received all-state honors as the Beast collected 22 tackles for a loss and 13 sacks during his junior year. Hicks at 6'4 and 270 pounds is nearly impossible to block one-on-one, -on -one, which makes him a problem. Name a college and they are heavily recruiting this monster among men. Staying on the defensive side of the ball, May Creek's Tayshawn Wilson is as good as it gets at the cornerback position. Wilson finished his junior year with 30 tackles, seven passes broken up, and an interception. Tayshawn finds himself around the ball as he had four blocked field goals and two defensive touchdowns. Wilson has offers from Baylor, Nebraska, and SMU, among others. The returning player of the year in the district is running back Seth Davis of Katie. He may be undersized at 5'7", but it didn't stop him from rushing for almost 2,500 yards and 28 touchdowns. Davis has over 4,200 yards in his Katy career and is expected to eclipse 6,000 before he's done. Seth verbally committed to Mississippi State. Last year's Offensive Player of the Year, Gavin Rutherford, returns for Cinco Ranch behind center. The underrated quarterback threw for over 2,700 yards and 29 touchdowns, and he ran for 11 scores as well. Rutherford will be joined by three returning receivers, so look for the senior to put up some big numbers again in 2022. Gavin has offers from Texas El Paso, Rice, and Western Kentucky, among others. Katie was 14-0 last year when they faced Austin Westlake in the state semifinals. After taking a tough loss to Katie, head coach Gary Joseph is looking forward to getting back to that game in 2022. And our Ward for Sold caught up with him to talk about the Tigers in our Media Day segment. All right, it's Media Day time, 19-6A. We are discussing and we got the man, Katie head coach Gary Joseph. Coach, uh, 19-6A has been your, uh, your baby except for two years ago where you kind of you kind of handled that district, but you're you're getting a couple new teams in this year. I mean, you go from playing the uh, the usuals, but you add Peto and, and Jordan as well. So talk to me about how you feel uh, the landscape of this district needs to be surveyed. Well, it's, it's gotten a little bit tougher, you know, just because we had two other, you know, Katie schools. And, and uh, I know that Peto is excited about moving up, and, and they should be. You know, they had a tremendous season last year and things. You know, it's going to be good. And I know Jordan has been one of the schools that people have pointed at and saying that we're not covering things. It'll be interesting to see how they do it, you know, in the first year, you know, you know, a 5 eight football, 6 eight football and stuff. Thing. But, uh, like I said, I think, you know, that the district from top to bottom will be stronger than what it has been. So, you know, the district has had a lot of success, you know, in the playoffs in the last several years. So, 
Uh, like I said, it's gonna make it where you know you got to be ready to compete. You know, the bad thing about playing a nine-team district, a nine-team district, you got two nine-district games. You better be ready to go early on. And stuff. And that's what we're facing right now. Is, is you know, you know, that sense of urgency has got to be there a lot earlier. You can't really afford to the missteps and mishaps, like you know, like you possibly could have. You know, when you had three or four nine-district games, so it's make makes a little bit tough for everybody. Absolutely. Well, we can't wait to get this thing started. I know we still got a couple months left, but I appreciate you joining with us, Coach, and we'll talk with you down the line. I appreciate that. Talk to y'all later. You can hear the entire interview with Coach Joseph on our social media platforms this Friday, or if you just can't wait, hop on over to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify to listen to the extended version of the campfire. That's going to do it for this week's show. Next week, we move on to 26A, where Ridgepoint has been dominating that district as of late. We'll see if anyone can make a run at them in 2022. You can keep up with everything on the high school football scene on our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram accounts. Until next time, I am Ashley Boynton, and thank you so much for watching the campfire.